Hey, Katie, did you know that we have listeners all over the world? I did, and I think that is so awesome. Most of our listeners are creative business owners in the U.S. and Canada, primarily women in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. I also love that so many of our listeners connect and engage with us directly on Instagram. Oh my gosh, me too. And our listeners are looking to grow their creative brands, their Etsy shops, and to sell more of their art, which means they want to know all about the tools, the products, and online courses that can help them do just that. Exactly. And we want to connect our listeners with coaches, businesses, and products that they can use to sell more of their own handmade products, make their lives easier, and have more time to do what they love. Yep. That's why we're officially putting out a sponsorship call for this podcast. We're going to partner with a limited number of brands that are the perfect fit for our listeners. If you think your company's product or service is in line with our audience and you're interested in learning more about our brand partnerships, reach out to us on our website at shopstudiosisters.com or just click the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hey friends, Taylor and I are back for another episode of the Studio Sisters podcast. Hey Taylor. Hey Katie. So this is one of our episodes that we're actually recording not together. So I am down here in Florida and you are in Washington. Mm -hmm. What is it like up there in Washington in February? Okay, so normally it's just rain, but like once a year or so, we get a snowstorm, and this weekend happened to be our once yearly snowstorm, and we got, I don't know, like six inches of snow, so it's all white outside my window. You know, I don't really, like I like going somewhere where there is snow, and you can do snow activities, but while most people are inspired by snow, I don't like watching it snow. I actually love it, so I'm <laughs> one of those people. <laughs> And here in Florida, well, I have to say, basically, I forgot to cancel my Hurricane of the Month subscription (laughs) for 2021. And so for our listeners who are not familiar with Florida, um, no, we're not actually having a hurricane in February. That's like a seasonal thing. It's in the summer. But it's just been raining, Katie, for like four days straight. And so it feels like a cold hurricane. And I haven't seen the sun in four days. And that's like a real crisis. 
But with your weather there, like, it'll be back to sunshine in 75 in just a day or two, right? Uh, yeah, on Wednesday and Thursday, it's going to be super warm. So by the time this podcast episode comes out, it'll be warm again. So I'll be <laughs> fine. I It's just right now it's real hard. So today on the podcast, we are talking about the styles and trends that we're inspired by right now. And so we thought we'd do this every um, few months. So this is like spring and summer edition. Yeah, I think this is neat that it's going to be like a recurring episode that's going to change throughout the year. So recently on my own Instagram stories, I ran a poll and you guys said you really wanted to hear about styles and trends and we're really excited about it. So we're here with this full length episode about all of our favorite trends and predictions for spring and summer 2021. We're going to talk about all the colors and styles and practices that we are excited about in the next couple of seasons. I'll actually say that a couple of these trends have me very excited because I've always loved them, even when other people didn't. And then one of the trends, the first one we're going to talk about, really surprised me. We think it's going to be really big this year, but like I didn't see it coming. I honestly did not see this trend coming. I think I, when I mentioned it to you the first time, you were like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Elder millennial here. And so when I heard this word, it like my brain stopped and I was like, wait, what did you say? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the first trend that we're going to talk about is really inspiring, I think, for the spring and summer. And it is all things cottage core. I would describe cottage core to be like backyard gardens meets fairyland. So imagine like your grandmother's cottage, but in more of a modern minimalist way and with a touch of woodland magic to it. Yeah, it's all about like nostalgic, soft, glowy feelings like in the countryside. Think agriculture and farming, homesteading, artisan crafts or more traditional type crafts. So to go along with this trend, here are four things that we have kind of seen in this in cottage core and things that we are loving about it. So the first one has been showing up on my Instagram a lot, and that is this picture of Drew Barrymore in the movie Ever After and all things sort of Renaissance inspired clothing and art. How many times did we watch that movie growing up? Oh, all the time. <laughs> so we should post this on our Instagram stories too. The picture that we're talking about that every, if you haven't seen it yet, um, hopefully this brings you back all kind of like nostalgia. But maybe if you are Gen Z, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. But in general, like Renaissance inspired clothing. So things with like tassels and drawstrings, floral patterns, um, extra layers, a-line dresses in fashion, things that feel very soft is one of the things that's really cool about cottage core. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I think is actually like the perfect thing for 2021 that is very cottage core are picnics. So this is really easy to do alone or socially distanced. And I'm personally excited about picnics with like good cheese and lots of different fruit 
and making art along the way. I like, I'm all about this. I'm diving in, but I also like to look at other people's picnic inspiration. Is that something that you do, Katie? Did you just look at other people's picnics? Because I do. I mean, I don't go out searching for them, I guess. But when I see them, I'm like, oh, that looks like so much fun. I know. I'm just like, I could just eat cheese and nap under a tree and make some art. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm excited about the picnic cottage core trend. Me too. It's definitely going to have to wait till spring for me because snow, but I'm excited for it. So another thing about cottage core that I personally really love are all the cute animals involved in it. So I've been seeing a lot of woodland animals alongside the cottage trend and definitely a lot of deer, bunny rabbits, and even bears. Um, I've seen some people combine the cute animals with a bit of fantasy style illustration. So it has a very spirit animal sort of vibe and feel, which I personally love. But it's also still very cottagecore, I think, with lots of wildflowers and a garden inspiration. So this is like the perfect trend for your art. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Like if Katie's um, paintings were described as like a spring trend, this would be it. Bears, Mm -hmm. cute animals. (laughs) Right. Fantasy, like um, abstract, you know, fantasy type paintings or illustrations. But the one thing that I've seen you starting to incorporate that is kind of new for you is wildflowers, right? Yeah. Um, Flowers are not something I've done a ton of in the past, but I've been using them a lot more. And that's sort of also related to garden core, which is big right now. Definitely an offshoot to cottage core, but more of the garden feel. Um, Lots of wildflowers, which are always a spring trend, but even bigger this year. I received a copy of one of my favorite magazines recently, and the cover of it is like nothing but a field of wildflowers. So it's, it's big right now. I think it's really pretty. We also actually have a lot of stickers in our Etsy shop right now that Katie have designed, and they're all very cottage core. So if you're obsessed with this trend and you like gnomes, wildflowers, um, fantasy style, or um, cottage vibe, hiking, women, nature type stickers, definitely go check them out in our store. The next trend that's really inspiring us right now is postmodern art and abstract styles. So I think we've all seen this in the past year or so, but the colors are changing away from like that warm desert boho vibe to include either really bright colors or I would say like colors of the 80s and 90s like burgundy, mauve, and all shades of yellow. The postmodern vibe I've seen it making a lot of appearances in like the home decor blogs and the home decor Instagram accounts I follow. So think like mauve, velvet, shell chairs, or actually just like a ton of um, velvet in general. Yeah, I think that is a great trend to be inspired by if you make jewelry too. Um, I've been seeing a lot of that in clay jewelry, the rich color blocking tones, I think lend themselves really well to the clay jewelry style going around. Yeah, and I just finished my first ever abstract style weaving. So I think this would be really fun in textiles like tapestries or quilts too. 
And in addition to the colors and color blocking, we're also seeing a lot of figural shapes like hands, faces, and profiles. Mm -hmm. Also think abstract shapes, line drawings, um, art inspired by Henry Matisse with his really neat collage style, and also abstract realism, which is a very trendy art style right now and is definitely my own style, I think. So if you don't know, the title abstract realism might seem a little bit contradictory, but the two styles merge really well. We all know what abstract art is, so imagine a painting with a subject that's sort of done in an abstract sort of way, and then your realistic portrait may have an abstract background behind it that sort of blends into it, or you may leave a lot of obvious strokes, a lot of obvious brushstrokes in the subject, something that just it makes your realistic subject more in a loose, artsy feel. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, I totally like that. So on the one hand, the realism aspect is like, I can clearly tell what this is. This third trend that we're loving for spring and summer for this year is mindful art and poetry. I think that Morgan Harper Nichols is a great example of someone who creates mindful art. She combines beautiful digital artwork with her poetry, which is always very uplifting and has good reminders about being mindful, taking your time, and living in the moment. Alongside Morgan, I see a lot of other poets on my Explore feed of Instagram, too. Yeah, I feel like this past year and like the beginning of this year, we all sort of just rediscovered poetry for the <laughs> for the first time in a while. Um, but especially with Amanda Gorman um, at the beginning of this year, everyone sort of rediscovered what what poetry is to them and like how it fits in art and pop culture. Yeah, modern poetry is very trendy. And by modern poetry, I just mean like, it's very short poems, like just think uh, a paragraph worth of words. It's not like a whole book full of like one long poem, but something short and more modern. And I personally love these and follow a few different poets on my Instagram feed so that I can save their words into folders to refer to for later. Absolutely. So I think that one of the reasons why we're going to see more of this is because Modern poetry has now made it easy for people to understand poetry, to memorize it, to engage with it, or to incorporate it into their other creative like projects. It's made it much more approachable to enjoy poetry if you're not a poet or an author. Yeah, and a trend that sort of ties into this topic really well are mantra and quote art. Um, I think mantra art is different from the short modern poetry movement slightly as it's not necessarily poets doing these type of posts but artists and illustrators that are creating just these beautiful graphics of very short phrases so even instead of a poem it's an even shorter phrase such as trust your intuition or just some other short happy phrases but that are created in a very fun and hand-lettered or illustrated way. I really love that so many people are incorporating text into their artwork. I think it's going to age very well as a creative trend because when we look back at it in 10 years or 15 years, the text is there to help us um, capture how we're feeling in that moment, even if the text is 
just something uplifting, right? So there are certain mantras that have stuck around, like go with the flow is something that people started saying in the 60s and 70s. And we still say that, but it it ties into that very free hippie vibe that people had in the 70s. So our modern poetry trend or creative um, like movement and the mantra art, I think is going to um, stick around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think it also ties in closely with the first two trends we talked about. Cottagecore, because poetry was a huge part of the European Renaissance that inspires the cottagecore trend of today, but also because poetry and mantras came back in like a huge way in the 80s and 90s during postmodernism. So this is an easy fit for me. I I like it. I think that we're going to see mantra and mindfulness art make their way more into um, handmade items like stickers t-shirts, paintings. And in fact, the um, planner that I use for our small business and that I write my daily calendar in, which I love, is a planter built all around centering self-care and mindfulness while getting your stuff down. So like, I'm already actually doing this and I kind of just now thought about that. Um, It's called the Saver Life Planner and I just absolutely love it. I'll put a link for everybody in the show notes. This is not like a sponsored link. I just really like my planner and it's got opportunities for you to sort of build in this mindfulness into your daily life. Yeah, your planner looks like really cool. It's super cool. We'll link it in the show notes. (laughs) All right. So time for the last set of trends that are really inspiring us right now. And that is color. I'm super excited to talk about color as a trend because like Obviously, color is always part of trends, but what we're going to talk about today are sort of the color trends that we're seeing right now that we think are going to carry us into uh, the spring of 2021 and summer of 2021. So what we're talking about are the colors that we think are going to be popular in art and handmade items and style for the warmer parts of this year. Yep. Okay. So first up are rainbows. Rainbows are everywhere right now, including my own art, because this year I have been doing a 100-day project with my friend Smith Caddy, where every day we are incorporating rainbows into our art in some way or form. It's super cool what you guys are doing. And there are other people participating on Instagram too, right? Yeah, there are. We have a hashtag and like anyone that wants to join in is welcome to post their own rainbow art and just follow along. What's the hashtag? So it is hashtag 100 days of rainbow, and then it has the rainbow emoji on the end. Okay. You know what? We'll put that in the show notes so that everyone can find it. And little shout out to Smitha. Hey, Smitha. Yes. We're loving your rainbow art as well, Smitha. We're loving it. So for our listeners, as a side note, if you don't know of the 100 Day Project, it is a free global online challenge run by El Luna and Lindsay Jean Thompson, where you choose a creative project and you do it every single day for 100 days and you share your process online. So we've participated a few times, and like Katie said, she's currently doing 100 Days of Rainbows, and you can find more about this if you want to do a 100-day project, and it can be anything, right, Katie? Yeah, it can definitely be anything. So whatever your creative process is, and so you can find more about it at the100dayproject.org. We'll put a link in our show notes for you. 
Yep. So again, rainbows. If you've looked at my Instagram feed lately, you've seen a lot of rainbows as my 100 day project, but I'm also seeing a lot of rainbows outside of Instagram too. I've seen them on just cute products on Etsy and even in stores. I think all of the color just sort of brings the cheer that we need right now. Also, people's walls. I've just seen so many rainbows on people's walls in their home uh, <laughs> that have been painted with rainbows or some sort of multicolor design, and I'm loving it. It's just super cheerful. Yeah, me too. So there are also some sort of unusual colors trending this year, but it's exciting because we haven't seen these colors around in a long time. The first is that... Etsy is actually predicting sky blue will be so big this year. Okay, I did not see this trend coming. Me neither. <laughs> but I like it. And right now, we're I feel like I'm seeing it a lot in wedding and floral design. I do love the color and I'm picturing that it will work really well in photography and a lot of florals um, in warm places like where I live in Florida. And I think it could translate well into just about any style of artwork. Yeah, I think I would appreciate it more as a complementary color rather than a main color. But I think that's just me as I'm not all that into pastels myself. I definitely think I love more vibrant colors than sky blue when I'm working. But while I don't use sky blue myself much, I do think it looks good in artwork and will be a trendy color this year. I think so, too. So, Katie, find a way to <laughs> use that sky blue. <laughs> I'll try and just sprinkle it in, just in just small touches. Sprinkle it in. <laughs> All right. So, finally, let's talk about Pantone's color of the year. This year, they chose two, which is ultimate gray and illuminating yellow. If you don't know, every year Pantone releases their color or colors of the year based on trends and what they think is going to be popular. I honestly have some mixed feelings about these two colors. I like the colors in art. Gray and yellow can be a nice touch to other color schemes, sort of how I feel about sky blue. Like they can be great complementary colors, but they aren't really colors that I personally would choose just as a combination on their own. I do agree with you on that. This kind of surprised me. Like side by side, nothing it makes me super excited about. Like, oh, gray and yellow. That's not my go-to obvious choice. But that's also kind of why I like it is it's pushing us to like think a little past obvious like color palettes. Yeah, it's definitely different. And I do think that the illuminating yellow is very sunny. So it will definitely be a really trendy shade of yellow for summer, and we'll probably be seeing a lot of it. I think that's because yellow conveys positivity in a way that everybody wants right now. Everybody is craving positivity and encouragement and enthusiasm. So that that makes a lot of sense. And I am looking forward to wearing a lot of yellow this summer. I I've always loved yellow. I've always loved gold. Any shades that are warm, our podcast listeners might not have guessed that like these kind of warm tones are my favorite color, but um, I always joke that my favorite color is light tan. But really what I mean is like yellow, gold, tanned, browns, oranges, anything that's warm and like 
positive makes me happy. Yep. I think that's so funny about you. Like your favorite colors are always brown. (laughs) I know. (laughs) My favorite colors fall somewhere in the color tone, color range of brown. So friends, um, well, actually, Katie, what is your favorite color? Would you say? Oh my gosh, that's such a hard question. Okay. Okay. I'm asking the artist to pick one favorite color. Exactly. Did you not consider this question? I didn't. And I didn't write it in our show notes. I'm just putting you on the spot. Okay. Well, you know, but maybe our listeners don't. My all-time favorite color, like since I was a little girl and it still is, my all-time favorite color is pink. However, I really just, I love all the colors. Green is a really close second. I also love like a turquoise blue and yeah, just all the colors really. Pink has never changed for you. My favorite color has changed probably a thousand times, but yours has always been pink. It's never changed. Yep. It's never changed. That's our spring and summer 2021 trend roundup. We really hope that you guys liked it and that it's inspiring for you, for your handmade products as you think about new ideas or just for your art. And we also hope that it's really fun for you as well to think about these trends. And we're super interested in what you love or what you hate in these (laughs) trends. We are very interested. So tell us what you think. Send us a DM on Instagram or on our website and talk to us about these trends. Like if you're incorporating one or all of them into your art or if you're going in a totally different direction in something that's not one of these, we'd love to know either way. Like we love chatting with you. Tell us what you think. If you are using these trends, send us pictures and we will share them. We're super excited to see what you guys think of these trends. Since you're here, we know that you want to fill your life with creative goodness, traveling, storytelling, and art. We do too, which is why we want to bring you as much of that as possible. To help us do that, we would really appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to help others find our creative business podcast too. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope that you are inspired today and we'll talk soon. Hey friends, just an FYI, if you're a new listener to this podcast, you might not know that we sell planner stickers and weatherproof stickers in our Etsy shop, hand designed by me, Katie. Many of our stickers are inspired by the incredible natural places that I've traveled to, such as Mount Rainier in Washington State, or the beaches of Puerto Rico. I'm just so inspired by magical natural places. Do you want to shop our stickers? You can shop our Etsy shop or on our website. Find the link to Shop Studio Sisters in our show.